From today's episode, you'll learn why mindfulness is valuable, what it is, and 21 simple mindful activities that you could start right away. It's important to point out that one should learn the science behind shifting your mindset as well as some more advanced meditation techniques to go a little bit deeper, but I wanted to start with the most actionable things first. We can take a look at some of those other elements in future episodes, but for now, let's focus on mindfulness and some activities that you could start today. If you were slamming on the brakes to avoid running your car off a cliff, being attacked by a salivating vicious lion, a knife-wielding serial killer in the middle of the night, or barricade yourself in your apartment in the middle of a war-torn city as missiles flew overhead, then it would make sense that you would be living in a survival mode. You should feel fear, sadness, anger, frustration, and anxiety. Yet many of us, and certainly me for much of my life, are not in these situations and still live in survival mode. We still find ourselves addicted to negative feelings. We find ourselves worried about the past and the future. The fix to this is building a healthier mind. We can build this healthier mind through a combination of unlearning what we've always known, taking a mindset shift, and doing things like practicing mindfulness or meditation. Now we can discuss these topics over many different episodes, and not to say that it's surface level stuff, but out of these steps to building a healthier mind, mindfulness has quick, simple activities that we could implement right away, no matter our experience and understanding. But first, what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is a broad term, but trust me, no matter how you define it, it can help every one of us. Mindfulness is a mental state of self-care achieved by focusing one's awareness only in the present moment. Mindfulness is calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and sensations. Mindfulness is acceptance, no matter where life takes us, that we can live non-judgmental because we never really know what is good or bad. Mindfulness is a state of flow where we are not concerned with the big three, body, environment, or time. Mindfulness is not about specific emotions. Things like sadness, anger, frustration are all healthy when they are supposed to be used. But the key is these emotions are only helpful when they are supposed to be used. Mindfulness is not worrying or concerning yourself with the future or reliving challenges from your past. Much like the emotions, your past or future are only helpful when they are supposed to be used. No matter your goal, anything at all, mindfulness will help. But why? You see, some people prevent themselves, in fact, we all prevent ourselves in some ways, from big dreams and goals for a variety of reasons. We allow our imagination to run so wild that we never actually take action. Maybe some of us have had parents, teachers, friends, or even people we don't know tell them that something's unrealistic or plant ideas in our head that lead us to believe we can't do something. Some of us just don't understand the definition of a big dream. Some settle because they like the safety that they have, and others lack the required confidence or struggle so much with a combination of all of these things that they've lost their ability to imagine altogether. So we can attack these struggles from many different angles, but regardless of what's getting in the way, there is one underlying foundation that we all must have. It's almost like an antidote, a secret pill or vaccination to all of these things, and it's understanding the power of now. The fascinating thing is that the more we want something, the more we think about having it, and in turn, the more we suffer through the process of getting there because we think we need the actual thing to feel good. I can't stress enough how important this fact is. Every single episode in theory and entire podcast could be about this topic because in a way, it's the only thing that truly matters in life. 
The power of now is a requirement to ensure that we not only achieve our goals, but that we enjoy achieving our goals. Now, in a weird way, we don't even really want our goals. This is a silly way to remember the concept, but try using the phrase, fuck around and find out. You're gonna find out every one of life's results. Sometime in your future, you will have a result, but you won't find out until you do find out. So as crazy as that sounds, right now, we're in the fuck around stage. Eventually, we will find out. Look, I want to be one of the most impactful podcasters in the world, but anything worthwhile takes an insanely long time. And so what I really want is to enjoy the journey. This split that many of us have of being present, but wanting to be somewhere else or have something else is toxic. It tears us apart. For some people, whining and complaining will take over, and in this case, you won't be able to dream big in the first place. We cannot truly dream our big dream if we have stresses from our past or we're focused on an uncertain future. When faced with life circumstances, we always have three options that we can control. Remove yourself from the situation, change the situation, or accept the situation. That's it. There are no other options. It's a counterintuitive thing to stop focusing on the past or future and to use your mind for planning thinking activities, to learn from results, or to plan your day, but in all other times, turn that part of your mind off. Simply put, you can only do anything now. So the power of now is about realizing it's not the getting the thing that's important. That would make life boring. It's about being aligned with your ambition so greatly that you feel good now in the pursuit instead of waiting for it. You feel good because you are vibrating at a frequency in line with these dreams. As humans, as people, we often add unnecessary scorekeeping. When in reality, in the universe, there is no score. Money, fame, clout, anything else you can live doesn't actually exist. There's only vitality in the moment. So maybe you believe me that this is important, but the question then becomes, how do we accomplish this? How do we accomplish the ability to live in the moment? When it comes to mindfulness exercises, there are many pseudo escapes that we can use for feeling bad. Things like work, drugs, fitness, chores, anger, projecting, suppression, feeling sorry for oneself, being a victim. All of these addictions can give us temporary cover from pain, but they don't free us from it. Now, in theory, the more mindfulness activities that we can embed into our daily routine, the better, but it's important to remember two things. One, that living an increasingly enlightened life is a very personal, evolving, and lifelong journey. And two, we should not concern ourselves with what works for someone else. Now, there are many techniques that could be used for practicing mindfulness, and the following is a list of 21 of them that could be added to any daily routine in order to increase relaxation and decrease stress. It can be tempting to become awakened all in one big push, but just like going to the gym on your first try and lifting a thousand pounds, not only is it impossible, it would do more harm than good. However, we can add one of them to our daily mindful practice at a time. And if you want to make it a habit that sticks, an effective strategy is getting a checklist or a calendar and trying to build a streak where you do this habit each day for the next 40 days. No doubt there are experts and resources dedicated to each of these activities themselves, so it could be worthwhile to look them up individually and do your own research. Regardless of what you choose in terms of the activity, the process of how to be mindful is the same. 
I can't stress this enough. Don't fight thoughts, rather observe your mind. Make outside but active observations of your thoughts and allow them to just float by like clouds. Don't give them any extra energy. Simply observe them. Over time, they will become more and more helpful and in alignment with your ambitions. If you give one of these activities a try and you like it or you don't like it or you have some input, we would love to hear about it. So be sure to tag us at JKL and let us know how it's going. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for, the actual list. Number one, a gratitude walk. We can train our minds to look for the positive of what we have rather than the negative of what we don't have. By focusing on gratitude, we don't worry about challenges or frustrations. Rather, we focus on the positive behaviors and it can be helpful to have a few prompts. A prompt, for example, could be, what is one thing you are grateful for in life right now? Once you do this for a while, it can be helpful to mix it up and stretch the depths of your gratitude. A prompt that is more specific to the day can help us as well. For example, in the morning, you might ask, what are two things that you are grateful for that are coming up today? Or if you took your walk in the evening, something like, what are two things that happened today that you are grateful for experiencing? The key to making this effective is not the amount of time you spend, but rather the intensity of feeling you have towards this level of gratitude. Journaling. There's no such thing as writer's block when it comes to journaling. Done right, this is a simple stream of consciousness exercise. It is about jotting down anything and everything that comes to mind with zero judgment. This is an excellent activity because you completely focus on putting thoughts on paper. It's a way to free your mind from all of the overthinking and become more of a mental minimalist. Adding prompts of gratitude and appreciation can also help when it comes to what you journal about. 3. Breath work. There are many different types of breathing exercises, but the main question is how often do you pay attention to your breathing? You can definitely look up tons of techniques. Andrew Huberman's work is incredible, but the idea, for example, of practicing slow, deep, focused breaths can really promote a relaxed state of mind and muscle. One helpful thing with breath work can be to cue yourself every time you make a physical transition throughout the day. For example, each time you go to the washroom, get in or out of the car, move to a different room or get on the phone, do some focused breathing. Four, flow art. Finding an activity or collection of activities in the creative art space can be a simple way to get into a state of flow quickly. The perfect balance of simple to start but highly engaging activity can be very enjoyable in a short period of time. It becomes a mini meditation moment where your mind can roam free while you are focused on what you are doing physically. Examples might include crafting with clay, painting, doodling, editing videos, sticker books, knitting, making music, poetry, coloring books, and so much more. Number five, appreciation letters. In our busy lives, we often fail to appreciate the people around us. And even if we do appreciate, we often don't share it. We become so consumed with our own thoughts and tasks that we don't give thanks to the ways that others have supported us. Taking the time to write appreciation letters shows that you are fully present with the people in your network. This habit can be very powerful because it creates a combination of many other mindfulness activities. Writing appreciation letters will regularly put you in a state of gratitude and creates a moment of being focused on the physical task of writing at the same time. 6. Guided Meditation There are many apps, podcasts, and websites dedicated to share guided meditations. This can be helpful because you can receive many of the benefits of meditation, such as relaxation of mind, body, and spirit, but you don't have to try and develop a technique all on your own. You simply receive support and guidance for the session itself, listen along, and are eased into a positive state of mindfulness by someone else. The person basically walks you through their process step by step so that all you have to do is follow along, relax, and let go. 
Number seven, eating whole foods. Now this might seem a little bit off topic, but you'll understand why in a second. There's a lot of debate around diets, popular styles of eating from paleo to vegetarian, fruitarian, vegan, fats, sugars, keto, Atkins, and on and on. While we could debate what might work best in terms of nutrition, one thing that seems quite clear is that whole foods can help with clarity. The entire goal of a mindfulness activity is to prevent negative thoughts from being connected to each other. Instead, we want to be free to focus on connecting positive thoughts aligned with our ambitions, and so clean eating can really help with this process. Similar to breath work, focused eating can add an element of mindfulness and meditation. To take this further step, try focusing on the act of eating in and of itself. When eating something healthy, focus on your five senses. What do you see, feel, hear, taste, and smell while you eat it? Shower affirmations. A shower is already a part of our daily routine, or at least hopefully it is for many of us. Therefore, it can be an easy place to start because it can be a cue. If you use a sauna, hot tub, or steam bath, this routine can also be applied there. The combination of heat and positive thinking can be a great routine. We often get our best thoughts in these moments, but try adding a quick affirmation session to formalize it a tiny bit. Our thoughts all connect to each other, whether helpful or unhelpful. The key is to focus on creating positive thoughts that connect to each other, because what fires together wires together within our mind. So use the power of affirmation in this moment to tell yourself things that you want to be part of your character. Tell yourself things like you are a badass and you deserve your wildest dreams. Pretend, for instance, that you are becoming a superhero in a movie. What characteristics would you add? A trick can be to use abundance statements such as there is an abundance of goals I can achieve. This world is overflowing with love that can be mine and there is an abundance of money that can just flow to me. Or try using I statements such as, I am living the life I need. I do not need any more results in this moment. I am worthy enough to follow my dreams. I will manifest my desires. And I am content and in alignment with the path that I am on. 9. Mindful Music Listening to music is one of the quickest ways to shift your mood and definitely can be a powerful activity. If you want to double down on the impact, do a little dancing too. But music in general can reduce stress, increase energy, and increase focus. Now, depending on the type of shift you need, you may choose different types of music. Song choices are an individual preference, no doubt, but if you get it right, you will know. Do you want to feel more productive, positive, and ready to learn? Do you need to be more excited? Figuring out for yourself what music does what will help you be a little more mindful when it comes to the tunes. 10. Laugh or smile. Life in general does not need to be overly serious. Like the Joker said, why so serious? But somehow, we managed to make it that way. Making sure that laughter and smiling is a part of your day is well worth the effort. Much like affirmations that we can control, we can choose to smile or laugh because they are physical tasks. Put simply, smiling and laughing settle our minds, hearts, and relax the body. They release positive chemicals and reduce the stress chemicals. There are literally smiling and laughing clubs where people join to do just that. Without a joke or anything, just smile and laugh. Another way to apply this method is by smiling while looking into the mirror or finding things that you know you find funny and making them a regular part of your daily routine. 11. One Big Frog 
Having a to-do list of everything we want to accomplish in our life can be really overwhelming. It also creates a stream of connected thoughts that are extremely unnecessary. There will always be one most important thing to do though in line with your goals for today. This exercise combines mindful activities with a productivity hack of setting your goal to the moment. Think of the most important, not necessarily the most urgent, but the most valuable thing that you want to accomplish in line with your goal today. Spend a moment visualizing this task and the details that you will need to complete to get it done. Close your eyes if helpful and envision the completion of this valuable micro goal. What will it look like and feel like when you get it done today? 12. Exercise. Engaging in rigorous physical exercise that increases your heart rate, improves strength, increases endurance, or all of the above can have many positive effects on mindset. It puts us in a state of mind that is primed to feeling accomplished and confident. It also boosts our metabolism, which can have lasting effects on increasing relaxation and energy. Now, this should be an intense exercise routine that challenges us to keep going when we feel like giving up, pushing us beyond our physical and mental limitations in an optimal amount. Examples include yoga, martial arts, weightlifting, cycling, rock climbing, dancing, and much more. 13. Mobility and massage. Even though we talk a lot about the mind, our body is what actually needs to carry out any physical work that we do, so by keeping it optimized throughout the day, we open up the opportunity to optimize our mind. This is different from a fitness routine. Even if you maintain a rigorous exercise plan, this is more about a simple reset button on the body that can be done as many times as possible throughout the day. It's about maintaining a body that's supple as a leopard, that is both primed for action and has less tension as a result of the work that you do. We can benefit greatly from simply massaging or stretching our muscles for a small amount of time, and this can come in many forms like stretching, foam rolling, using a lacrosse ball, mobility work, just shaking your arms out, anything that gives your body a boost of mindful energy. 14. Time in nature. Time outdoors with natural light in fresh air can have an immediate psychological and physiological impact on our mood. Simply removing ourselves from indoors can have a positive effect, but the key here is to wander somewhat aimlessly. Maybe taking time in nature to focus on the incredible gifts that Mother Nature has provided us, but really just having a sense of wonder on the creatures, trees, leaves, clouds, stars, sun, moon, and any other natural occurring thing that we see will help us reach a sense of calm. If nothing else, looking up at the stars or a big forest or a mountain can put in perspective just how small, practically non-existent our problems are in this incredible universe. 15. Go to your happy place. This is a great example of using the mind as the tool that it is supposed to be used by purposefully going into your future. Just like Chubbs taught Happy and Happy Gilmore, think of this like a vacation, but it's mental and short-lived. If you ever feel mentally overwhelmed or exhausted, you can use this shift to take your mind to a peaceful place through visualization alone. Using all of your imagined senses, picture your ideal future vacation or future place. Go deeply into a restful space by intensely imagining all of the sights, smells, sensations, and sounds in this mini vacation. When it comes to mindfulness activities, this is one of the best at bringing about better vibrations as you control envisioning all that will exist in your future. 16. Declutter 
Removing physical clutter is an external path to fixing internal confusion and chaos. As you reclaim control over your physical space, ensuring it includes only what brings you joy, you will create positive energy. For people who struggle with the abstract of mental mindfulness activities, this physical practice might be more practical and pragmatic. The key is to organize the top 20% of things that bring you joy in any given space. Then remove anything else. Adopting this habit of decluttering any different space for a few minutes every day is a life-changing habit. 17. Building things. As far as exciting activities go, building things just might be the most fun. Or maybe I'm a little bit biased. It could be as involved as woodworking, computers, gardening, cutting bonsai trees, or straightforward activities like doing puzzles, building models, making Lego. Either way, building something takes just the right amount of focus needed to slow down and think about what you are working on while getting other things out of your mind. 18. Daily playback. This is another great example of using the mind as a tool to reflect when you are in control. If you are someone who struggles with negative self-talk, frustration, or over-analysis, this is the perfect way to put all of that reviewing into one specific place. Developing any of these mindfulness or meditative habits takes patience, persistence, and commitment. So it can be really valuable on this journey to watch your progress when it comes to mindfulness. Because as the saying goes, what gets measured can get managed. However, the catch-22 becomes we need to live in the moment as much as possible. So doing a daily playback works by designating one time to reflect mindfully on your day to see what is working and what is not working when it comes to mindfulness. Seeing this progress and how these habits are impacting your state of mind will give you the ability to not only keep going, but continue to expand your skills further. Number 19, planning your day. This is yet another example of looking into your future in a healthy way. Planning your day the night before saves you time and energy by preventing decision fatigue and ensuring that you can focus on priorities. You may face the temptation to unwind in your evening, but doing this habit quickly can really make your next day more productive, more mindful, and is well worth it. It will help you feel far more calm, cool, and excited for the next morning, probably help you sleep better, and if it doesn't, then it's up to you to identify what it is in your plan that should be removed, or what is not in your plan that should possibly be added. This gives you full ownership over what you do each and every day instead of feeling like a tumbleweed in a windstorm or a ghost floating around. 20. Engage with friends daily. Much like when we shared about going for a nature walk, this can be completely random. Just engaging with friends is going to be healthy, but we can make it a little more formalized as well. Finding someone that helps you reflect can be really valuable. As much as it's typical to be alone and reflect, it can be helpful to have someone that you can do a very brief but powerful check-in with. Find that person who really fires you up and pushes you to be better, holds you accountable, is not just a yes person, and find some way to connect with them each day for 40 days. 21. Last but not least, the biggest one of all, if you decide to become an expert, as you could with any of these activities, but in this case it's something we'll definitely take a deeper dive in in the future, the idea of meditation. It's sort of the classic of all mindfulness activities. Practicing meditation is like strength training for your mind. The purpose of meditation is to observe negative patterns of your mind and over time calm your overthinking and calm your reactions to these patterns. 
With practice, you'll gain more and more control over your thoughts, which will have a positive impact on your emotions and will have a positive impact on your actions, your beliefs, and your results. Meditation is simple in theory, but there are many different branches and strategies that you can try, and that's why we left it to last. Some are more complex than others, but the simplest version is sitting quietly with your eyes closed, observing your thoughts. If improving meditation is an interest, it's definitely something that you should do more research on. Check out Joe Dispenza's book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I will do a deeper dive in a future episode because I know people have asked, but even at that, the idea of meditation is much like exercise. You could improve your knowledge, wisdom, and application of it for the rest of your life. So there you have it, 21 exercises that you could choose to implement more mindfulness in your day. First off, before I forget, if you do try any of these or you appreciated this episode, just let us know how it's going. Be sure to tag us at JKL because I'd love to see how each of us are improving our ability to be more mindful through simple yet engaging activities. If you're a bit of a nerd like me and you want to understand the science as to why we should develop more mindfulness in order to live in a state of abundance, creativity, and learning, then definitely check out the next solo episode where I'll break down a bit of the why behind being mindful and even share some quick clips from a few gurus in the mindset space that helps us explain what I'm trying to say here. Either way, all the best and remember, just keep learning.